Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family around the world, welcome friends back. Friends and family around the world, welcome back. To welcome the back tier. to the bottom tier. I'm Greg, and and I'm Greg, and I'm Matt. It's nice to meet you. Welcome to the bottom tier. There are too many Gregs. It's a world of Gregs, Greg. <laughs> That's terrifying on several levels, Matthew. And I, I mean, I, I appreciate you putting that evil in my head. Yeah, Matt. well, I mean, like, hey, you know, a world of Gregs. I mean, LSS just announced the new hero that just dropped, Greg, <laughs> Lord of Gregs. Yeah, yeah, Lord of Gregs. Yeah, from Gregland. One one <laughs> they resource just ran out of. They ran out of stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, one resource: search your deck for a card named Greg, servant of Greg, and put it onto the field. Yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> it's a three-two ally. <laughs> Arcane Barrier 2. Exactly. There's cards like Greg, Greg Gantuin, where you're just a larger Greg. Greg Gantuin. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. The Greg, uh, the Greg, which is uh, like a, gir- like Greg a giraffe. Greg Gurgitate. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So anyway, guys, really, <laughs> really interesting episode of the bottom tier we're off to already. Matt, how you doing I'm this doing week, great, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing fantastic. It's been a great week. I can week. tell because we're even a little bit stranger than we normally are. Well, I mean, it's just a lagged day. It's just... You know, it really kind of is. It just it just feels like a it feels great, like a screw it day. Also, like we did have a lot of news drop, and so I think it's just nice to be light as we kind of get heavy in a little bit. You know, because we are gonna we are gonna get into some stuff. And guys, if you haven't been keeping track of the news and stuff, uh, some stuff's been happening. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just nice to you know, it's it's nice to focus in a little bit more on the being buddies doing stuff part of the podcast's whole like mission statement yeah, thing we stay on the bottom and we're friends at the bottom you know? exactly we're just we're just bottom buddies yeah right <laughs> bottom buddies <laughs> I, I was wondering how long it was going to take yeah that took, me, that, like, that took me a while uh you know i was going to say we're like lobsters in a bucket you know like lobsters in the bucket yeah. like the frogs you, in the we, pot one of us tries to go up to the top and we're like no 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 the other <laughs> one just drags and back yeah, yeah. down <laughs> this makes our friendship sound very toxic but hey it's the bottom. It's tier. really not that bad. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Don't worry. We're fine. Say help me. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I know. Actually, welcome to the bottom tier. We are a flesh and blood podcast that likes to do tangents in the beginning, um, and, and in the middle, and, and at the and end. Like the we, end. we yeah. are big fans of tangents, just in general. Right. We like to speak our mind about this thing that we're passionate about, and hope that people who are enjoy this hobby as much as we do enjoys listening to that. So, with that. Let's kind of jump right into... Let's jump right into the news! Do, 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 do. First off, we're going to talk about... Should we start with good or bad? Should we end on a good note? We should definitely end on the good Okay, note. cool. So let's just start with the thing that everyone is talking about all over Pull the that thing. that band-aid, Matt. Uh, it is the uh, restricted, right? That's the right the banned and restricted list. Formally, it is called the banned and suspended list. Banned and suspended. Yes, Sorry. Sir. Restricted was, you know... My word. But ban and suspended list just happened from LSS for a lot of formats. Uh, I immediately, Basically, every format got something this time. Right. But I immediately went there going like, let's go check out that commoner, baby. Right. And there was nothing. No, there wasn't. So there was commoner remains common. the best balance format, possibly in all of training card gamedom. I don't know if it's not. It's not. There does need to be one ban, but we'll talk about that well, later. Well, sure as heck better than magic. That's true. That's true. But with that, <laughs> commoner is doing pretty well. But with that, there was a lot of surprising things. Uh, then I really did like how LSS explains these. So let's go ahead. Let's break it down. Classic Constructed was first. What was the card that was banned? The only thing banned out of Classic Constructed was Pulse of Eisenloft, the cornerstone-ish of Oldham. Yeah. Basically. That was a very interesting card, and it was not what I was expecting. No. 
I was not not expecting, at all. But it made sense. So LSS goes to describe. We're not going to read it word for word because that's boring. We might as well try to do it ourselves, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, pretty much what they were saying is noticing every single Nationals, Oldham did get the most wins out of every single Nationals played. So with that, they felt there was one deck that really stood out that needed some sort of uh, suspension, but they also didn't want to get rid of the core of the deck. They did that in Blitz. By getting yes, rid of did. crown of seeds. Yes, they did. And so what they decided to do was not be as severe as that, but kind of take away a strategy that really does deplete a lot of health. And that is the pulse of Eisenloft. Or with with, with Eisenloft with Oak and Old. Yep. yep. And so that is able to produce a lot of damage dealt in one turn. Uh, and so that getting rid of that card is pretty much like, hey, we noticed that this is happening. This is just like a small thing because you can still play your Olkenolds and other cards and still do really, really well. I actually feel like this is a very good balance. It, it On a in lot of levels, it really is. Um, they don't go into this a whole lot like in the article, but um, Eisenloft was especially useful in the deck not only for Olkenolds, but because it counts as both an Ice and an Earth card, you can yep. fuse literally anything that Oldham can run that requires a fusion with Pulse. So all you have to do is pull that, keep it in your hand, and you have a fusion engine just ready to go. Absolutely. Um, and and so you only, that, get, you only got one in your deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, because it was a legendary card. So yeah. it, was, it wasn't like you're losing like nine cards. It was right, like a exactly, rainbow. which would have had a huge, huge yeah. effect. So th- this is less, and in, in, it's beautiful that LSS can, you know, that they understand the game and how it's being played to the point where they can go, we'll remove this one little block from the tower. And the tower doesn't actually like collapse like it's Jenga right. or something. Um, it's definitely going to require Oldham uh, players, myself included, to sort of retune their decks to sort of work around it a little bit. Um, in my case, in particular, my Oldham was like super tanky, even by Oldham standards. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the offensive potential ran off of having eyes and loft, um, which, you know, you, you can comment about whether that's a good strategy or not. Right. Uh, but with the loss of that, uh, it now requires, you know, kind of a rebalancing. It can't be quite so tanky anymore because there's no longer the, you know, the easy buff, quote unquote, um, to get the fusions out there and all of that. Um, or, you know, just having the benefit of basically just keeping a three pitch in your hand and a, what is a six block defense reaction that you can throw yeah. out there in a pinch. Yeah. Um, like, especially in like a guardian match, if you're playing a Bravo or something, being able to like stop one of their big attacks with, you know, a staunch response and pulse or something, if you had to pull that, um, that could be huge in terms of momentum. Right. So it, it does require a little bit of a balance, but honestly, like it's not as big a change as, because we, if you've been paying attention, Olden was 100% going to get hit in this list. Like, there was no way around that. Yeah. Um, he's He's been doing too well since Prism popped out of the the main rotation. I, um, there's really, there's like, there's no, like, hard, hard counter to it anymore. And it was just a little bit stronger than the meta really could contain. Sure. I, I mean, yes and no. Because I felt like in this meta that we were currently, before before ban, like, this is us in the past, uh, they... <laughs> I, we were both saying, we were both touting, like, you could play any hero and you'll be able to find success with it. And you still basically right. can. Um, however, like, uh, not that saying Oldham's not, but I also, so it kind of surprised me because I was like, CC's in a great place. There probably won't be whatever. And I get what they're looking at with, like, Nationals le- like leaving. But also, like, you have to have the mindset of, like, those are, that was a ban for not, like, common people like myself. That was a ban yeah. for, for really, really skilled players. Who are like really maneuvering very well. Full on was an effort to make worlds when worlds happen. Just that much more balanced. Right. And so I still think we're going to see a lot of expert olden players out there. So I think this is a great band. I don't think it's anything to really 
be upset about. That wasn't the bummer news from the ban list. The bummer news comes from the next one. Oh, Blitz. from Blitz. From Blitz. And Blitz had Blitz had two things banned, something suspended, and something actually popped back into legal, which is super neat. Yeah. Uh, for me as a Runeblade player, um, Blood Cheese Skeleton is gone. Yep. Out of the format, too good. But with that, Sonata Arconics gets to come back in, which is just Ooh. a phenomenal card. Works basically in any deck it's, you want. It's great art. I honestly don't really think it's not Arconics is that good. But it's it's not it's not like the single like make it or break it sort of card. Yeah. But when you have a place where you really need to leverage something like that, is the perfect leverage for it. Absolutely. So we're still gonna see, you know, those sort of high rune chant damage decks, but it's gonna be a little bit more difficult to get that off without the blood sheath. So yep. th- that that one is is a good call as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Um, Mask of the Pounding Lynx uh, is banned as well. Um, slow down ninjas a little bit. Um, and then, of course, the big one that everybody that everybody is talking about right now, Storm Striders. Storm Striders, yeah. Let's before we dive into the meat and potatoes of that, we'll talk, go back to Mask of the Pouncing Leaks, right? Yeah, I understand this ban, but also I think that I understand it for Fi. It is banned for Fi. Fi uh, really abused that card 100%. a lot, uh, especially because I think Art of War is still legal in Blitz. Yes. Yep. So uh, it, it was abused, mixed with Art of War, uh, really severely, uh, because you're able to pretty much if you arsenal the card first round and, and went for it on third round, like the second one, you could have five cards out there, use max of the Pouncing Links, and be able to have a Lava Burst doing the entirety of the damage for Blitz format. Exactly. Yeah, I understand that. However, banning Mask of the Pouncing Links hurts benji severely which is made just for the blitz format so it's a very interesting thing to do that there and so i do hope that we get some sort of other masses not just mask momentum for ninja just to be able to help out the other ninjas in the other format. ninjas the budget players who can't necessarily afford to drop down the money on momentum or something like yeah. that um or who want to play around with a different concept and not be locked into you know sort of the same thing everybody is doing um really makes sense from like uh from like a gameplay sort of perspective yeah. and what we see as sort of the common elements and ninjas and ninja decks um but still kind of sucks it does it does it doesn't affect me because i like playing mask momentum because i think being forcing people to block is a lot more uh and but it like and i was kind of like yeah because what i <laughs> lost to in the top eight was a mass of the pouncing links you know so it makes sense uh however like bummer for all the benji players out there and all that stuff with that storm striders why do you think they banned it Man, I, I genuinely can't give you an answer. I think they banned it because the Emperor is going to be crazy. It, you know Blitz. what? I, I really hope that that's the case and they didn't just come in and were like, yeah, Kano's fine. He doesn't need these. Right. Well, also, to argue with that too, is Kano is a formidable foe in Blitz. Oh, like, 100%. Like Kano, absolutely. Kano literally like will just block Kano you, block you, block you until it has the right hand. steamroll the heck out of you. With those boots. So I think it is another balancing for worlds, but it 100%. does it does almost make Kano unplayable for worlds. I, I think Kano enthusiasts will find a way at top level, but, but I but do it's, think it's, Stormtrace is going to definitely take them finding a way. It's no longer like clear what the best sort of like yeah. Kano builds and stuff are because they relied so heavily on having the Striders and their effect. Yeah. And I think Snapback's banned in, in uh, Snapback is banned. Yeah, yeah. So like it's. It's take away a lot. Like, yeah. I think it almost would have been better if they were like, no more of these, but you do get snapback again. Maybe a trait like, like they did with, with, yeah. uh, with Skeleta and yeah. Sonata, like just swap it around a little bit. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, but I, I do know 
pour one out for the Kano mains. And Icelander. Because Icelander's Rain Blitz too. So right? it just it's a it's it wrecks that really hard for the wizard class. And I really I really hope that it was like for a future proofing kind of reason. Like or that, like there's something coming in Dynasty that is going to sort of take the place of that and sort of like build new engines off of. Yeah. Or that the Emperor is going to have some like crazy ridiculous like only he can use like equipments or something that needed to have storm striders nerfed in order to not get like crazy OP or something like that. And they didn't just do it as like, well, we're just housekeeping. We don't like the way wizard is playing right now. So we're just going to upend it. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I do hope for that as well, but I also think they're doing it a little early because dynasty doesn't come out until after worlds. It doesn't. And so it does affect that. But I'm not LSS. I don't see what they see. So it could just be they were fixing Kano or or that's what they want to see is they're trying to make it as competitive as possible for Worlds. That's why it was so hefty. So like I, I'm curious about that. Uh, and what's interesting too is what I really liked to see was that, uh, not liked, but they kind of redefined one of their rules. You can't play young heroes in classic. Which, thank anymore. God, I I thought that that had already been a thing, and I've made an idiot out of myself a couple of times, being like, "No, you can't play young heroes in classic. Like, what are you doing?" Yeah. Uh, so really nice to have that. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just that's just all good as far as I'm concerned, because really, like, it's possible, I, I guess, to squeak something out, but you're at such a disadvantage playing a young hero in classic that I, I don't understand why it wasn't just on the books already. Right. Well, I mean, it's just because people are obsessed with the hero and they want to not lose it. And so they'll be like, I'll take half damage because I still think this is viable and stuff like that. So we did see it. We see it with young chain. We saw KO out there. True. Just true. to be out there. And we see prism, young prism. So it makes sense. And then also that could be future proofing for, for emperor as well. Exactly. Emperor could be, like Crazy. like he could end up ridiculously over the top like like starvo level like powerful i, I personally don't see I it i don't right think now, it's gonna happen uh i really don't think it's gonna get anywhere near there but who knows i've been surprised before yeah i'm sure. not i'm not per, i don't have all the knowledge of the universe contained within my little human skull or anything right the the gregs don't commune that way unfortunately it's yeah. just, just one brain shared among all the Gregs instead of all the Gregs <laughs> sharing brains into like one bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but with that, like that's kind of sad. Like I, I see the people upset online uh, and it's a bummer and um, it doesn't really, I don't think we need to be drastic of like leaving the game or anything. I don't think it breaks the game in any way, shape or form. It just gives us a new puzzle to solve and all that stuff to be able to go out there and do that again. I'm not a wizard main, so I, I don't feel that, but Again, pour one out for the homies. It's a bummer. 100%. Yeah. With that, uh, we did have one final ban, which is kind of funny. Uh, it's be- hilarious. Because as a local community, we talked about this as a, a little bit. Um, but Yorick, the bard, has been banned from Ultimate Pit Fight. The first and only thing to date to be too broken for UPF. Yep, Yorick. And he was made for UPF. Uh, so it's great for like kitchen table stuff, but for, uh, armories, which you can now do UPF as an armory. If you're a local game store, uh, you cannot bring York anymore and fuse everyone's deck together, which I mean, honestly, anybody who actually like, like genuinely disagrees with this, what are you doing? Why? I, I get it. Like, it's a very niche thing. So, like, in our local community, we versed Yurik. I don't know if we touched on this last time. We might have briefly. Oh, we, we, we did a bit, yeah. Okay, cool. So, like, we made it a consent hero. Like, yeah. You just need to ask, like, hey, can I have fuse everyone's cards together? Right, exactly. Like? Do you mind if I no? do a meme cool, thing? No, like, No, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, let's do it, man. Let's have a Yurik fight, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Or, 
that tech are cool. And I had a lot of fun playing and yeah. playing in the York yeah. match, which I talked about a little bit more last week. Shameless plug. Y'all should go check it out. It was yeah. a pretty good story. It was a good time. Yeah. Had a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, the one troll who brings the Yorick deck to UPF and is like, guys, this is the only deck I have. I paid my entry fee. We're, we're playing. So it's our deck now, yeah. everybody. Yep. Those f- folks, why? No idea. Why is my question. If you were one of those folks who just who just cold brought a York, didn't tell anybody about it beforehand, and then expected everybody to just play the York game, uh, drop us a line because we're genuinely curious what the thought process was. Look, I understand uh, a good old like oh, I got all these cards. I'm going to throw it together a deck for one time use. hundred percent, right? absolutely. But yeah, I get it. So it was a great ban. Awesome, makes sense for UPF. Uh, and that one was perfect. Awesome, great, great Beautiful. job. Crazy ban list. It was a very crazy up and down ban list and, and everything. So a couple of good what, calls, couple of like, oh my gods. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think it's broke LSS a little bit or do you think it's a great uh, stuff? Leave in the comments, Greg. Do you think it's broken? Do you think it's uh, like overall? I think it was a pretty good. Uh, it was a pretty good ban suspended announcement. Obviously, there's going to whenever you do something like this, there's going to be be people who are affected by it, and who are affected by it yeah. to the point where it uh, where some something that that they need to talk about. And I 100 percent respect and appreciate where those people are coming from and the things that they're going through, having to rebalance decks and rework out strategies and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the, like the unfortunate thing is that stuff like this is required to maintain a meta and especially with a new set coming out in order to make sure that it doesn't immediately like explode everything that's already existed. So it's overall, I think it's probably going to be good for the game. Obviously yeah. when dynasty comes out, we'll get a little bit more context around all of the, the specific changes that they've been making. Um, and whether, you know, storm striders is really as big a heartbreak as everybody thinks it is in like the long term. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, overall I think it was a pretty good ban list. I think it was pretty good, uh, pretty good update to what was already there. Um, I, I am sad for the people who have been affected by it in a way that makes them not want to play anymore. Cause I have seen that a couple of times and I don't know how much of that is like overblown. Like we're on the internet, we're going to scream about stuff sort of thing, yeah. you know? Um, and how much is really genuinely people getting, re- you know, like beat down a little bit by this. Like I've seen a couple of people who are like, I'm boycotting this format until they bring this card back because I don't even want to play it anymore. Yeah. Um, which, which is really sad, which is not at all what, LSS once, uh, but I also don't think it's going to change much because I do think there is some, they, they see something, they're the ones that make the game and they kind of ultimately decide what that is. Exactly. However, like what was surprising is it didn't really decrease the price of the card. So you still, if you want to sell it, if the blitz is your only format, which I know some people are like that, like I get it. There's a lot of things that go into it with this game. And so, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's it is crazy. crazy, but it's it's nice to see that LSS are taking an active role in maintaining yeah. the meta and everything, and making sure I, that people I like I like a place that have as like, much opportunity. Every month, we're going to say this to you, right? Exactly. It's just it, it, the level of like communication, the explanations that they put out for why they're doing stuff. Even if you are affected negatively by it, you at least understand why they did it and can look at the reasoning. It's not just you know somebody's you know throwing something on a piece of paper and going, "Lol, you don't get to play this anymore." Or something like that. There's yeah. actual thought and there's actual reasoning that goes into it, and they share that with you. Yep, absolutely. With that, let's talk about something that LSS that's doing that's super cool, and let's I'm do. really excited about. This. Let's do, Matt. What do you got for us? What's super cool? Today? Do you like maps? 
I love maps, Matt. Would you like a map of Wraith? I would love a map of Wraith. Well, you could get one now. If you go to the Flesh and Bloods Worlds Tournament, you can go ahead and get your very own Flesh and Blood Worlds map uh, play mat with that, which is fantastic. I have never been more upset that I can't go I, to Worlds. Same. I have an obsession with maps. They hang everywhere in my house. Uh, of, of they do. Can confirm. Yeah, multiple fantasy worlds. Uh, so I... I'm a little bummed. Like, I was like, ah, I couldn't make it to this one. Curses! Doing something else that involves maps. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's kind of wild. Uh, Worlds is, is right around the corner. That's being out there. It's it's really exciting. I really like this map. It's or a map, play map, and map, but it's beautiful. It might be the best play map today. Uh, so, guys, go get one. Uh, if you're going to Worlds, just go pick one up. Uh, go, go pick one up. Take a picture of yourself with of maps, it. You know, if you're not a fan of the maps and you're listening to this, you know. Hit us up in the DMs and maybe we'll we'll buy it off of you. <laughs> maybe we will. But guys, even if you don't want to sell us your promotional items obtained at an event that we are physically unable to go to, we'd still love it if you if if you go to World, take a picture with it, throw in the hashtag bottoms up, we'll see it. Hey, that's a better idea. I liked it because I love my, and if you ever come to Arizona, just bring that mat. So when I verse you, I'll just feel honored that you're playing that map with me. Exactly. It'll be great. Do the solid for Matt, everybody. Matt's maps. <laughs> Matt's maps. Here on bottom two. But yeah, I'm stoked. This is beautiful. I think it's a great promotional thing. Not only do you also get the sink below one, but this one's out there too. So that's really, really cool. So I'm stoked on that. And the swag and stuff from World is going to be next level. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fully ready to see it just like flood into the secondhand market and completely disrupt everything. Like genuinely excited. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably going to drop a little bit of money on some stuff. Hey yo. Whoa. But yeah, with that, that's the cool news. So let's move on to our next recurring segment. Lessons learned. Is is that the lessons learned thing now? It is now. It is now. We really need a soundboard. Maybe I don't know. Come on, that was pretty good. No, no, that's that's why I'm saying we need to record these little things and then just like it's lessons learned. We press a little button and it does a little. Okay, perfect. Then I would love that. Yeah, let's do that. Well, I think. We, we'll figure it out. That's just a mixer. I don't think it actually has like soundboard capabilities. Well, there's those buttons, and I was like, that looks cool. Uh, with that. Uh, <laughs> They're just RGB. They're just there to make it go faster. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, with that, <laughs> lessons learned. I'll go ahead and kick it off. Uh, yeah, give it to us, Matt. What you got? I think my lesson learned is kind of, again, more contextual, but it's I enjoy having a bad time in flesh and blood. Uh, well, that's a spicy take. Yeah. Uh, what I mean by that is like, I enjoy playing the matchup. I shouldn't win. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I am turning into a weird masochist with it. Uh, but <laughs> literally like a couple days ago, uh, I was playing commoner and I decided like, Oh, I kind of figured out what everyone was playing. Uh, we had KO. We had always fun. Hold him. Always. Uh, well, not always fun, we but had, pretty entertaining. Uh, what else we have? We had a Rhinar out there. Awesome. Rocking um, some brutes. We had another person that was playing something that had breakers. And I was like, Dramai. And so I decided to play Yeah, it was, that's what I'm playing today. That's what I'm feeling. So uh, I ended up playing against it. And I think the reason I chose it is because I was like, I think I could beat you, even though you're going to break everything I own. And I... It was really fun. I got uh, people down to like one HP. Nice. And they were like, oh, like panicking. And I was like, what's your move? Like heat. I got yeah. time skippers. And like, it felt really, really good to like, be like, Hey, I'm going to do this thing and you're going to expect something out of me, but I'm not going to do your expectation because I now understand how your deck works. 
and what you're trying to do. And so I'm going to play around it. Just interrupt it. Dodge yeah. to the side. Yeah. Cool. You want to attack me? Cool. I'm going to just go ahead and, uh, you know, have tons of sand covers and Oasis or Spites to counter that. And then I'm going to go ahead and attack you with all my go again cards. So I had a turn where I pushed like, like, like 12 damage. Nice. And it was just like, oh, okay. Uh, sand cover. We got this. And then we have uh, blaze headlong, blaze headlong. And then I don't know, dust up. And they were like, uh, I was like, yeah. Oh, no. You have to give me cards now. And then I get to play again. And then I'm going to try to do a Phantasm. You're going to break it. And I'm going to be like, that sucks. <laughs> uh, but it was it was a good time. Like, it was really, really difficult. Uh, but I think I think playing against the hard decks or, like, kind of getting uh, the lesson learned is, like, play against the hard. And you're going to learn how to break it. Um, and also play the hard so that you learn how to break it. Because I also uh, don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I played Viserai. For the first time. Heck yeah, um, man. Welcome to the Runeblade. Thanks. Train. Thanks. I'm actually switching again. Uh, well, I played on Tal- like the new website, Talishar. Shout out to Talishar. Yeah, I played uh, Viserai on there for the first time. And then, because I was like, I don't understand this, and it always beats me. And uh, I played it, and I was like, oh, there's only four cards in this deck. Yeah. Basically. So now I understand why everyone <laughs> poops on it all the time. <laughs> that sounds like a worse... That sounds more vulgar than the vulgar word. Anyway, it really does. Like, <laughs> it does. But anyway, English is a funny language. Yeah, it's very funny. But anyways, uh, I you know I was like, oh, now I understand Mister Ryan. I'm gonna play it again just so I could play like learn how the lines. Get some and reps stuff. in, yeah. But yeah, I I like doing that and like playing the hard. Like it's hard for me to think that way of of rune blades and st- understanding rune chances. Like I I don't really know. It's not my thought process, but yeah, play the hard is my lesson learned. Hopefully, that was a good one. That's an awesome lesson, Matt. Thank you. Don't shy away from the difficult things. The The matchups where you have the most difficult time are the ones where you learn the most. And the most fun. Like, it, I you literally really at the right. end is like, man, we've been sitting here for 30 minutes because we've been grinding it out. But hey, one of my favorite matches. Right. You actually get to play the game. It's not just one person steamrolling the other one. You're actually trading blows back and forth and really like putting in the effort. Yeah. So good on you, Matt. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Your turn. What's your lesson learned? Oh, I get a turn. Very nice. Cool. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Matt. Uh, yeah, so my, my lesson learned can uh, can be boiled down to uh, really kind of patience. Um, th- this is, again, a little bit more contextual, but uh, I have a younger brother. Okay. Surprise, surprise, everybody. Um, this is actually really news to me. So it, I'm you're yeah. welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and growing up and stuff, we were super, super close. But uh, he lives in Northern California still, and I'm down here in Arizona, obviously. Um, and we're both, you know, we're both adults. We both have jobs. We're both, you know, with partners. We're both, you know, forging ahead in our lives. So we don't have as much time anymore to just sit down and, like, be friends with one another yeah if you know what i mean um so we this last weekend we managed to carve a couple hours out we sat down uh we caught up on some stuff just had some really good conversation and everything like we do and uh and i got him to play his first round of flesh and blood hey hey uh so we're on talishar because talishar is just hella convenient for this sort of thing and uh and we're going through and i'm explaining okay this is intellect and this is your life total and this is what uh this is what your uh, your hero effect is and we're, we're looking at you know we're looking at heroes he's, he's trying to figure out who he wants to play the first time and the rule of cool right here's here's the fab website brother mine take a look at all these heroes it's a hero-based game and tell him which one you know, just stands out to you which one looks the coolest to you yeah matt i will offer you a super mystery prize if you can guess which hero he chose right out the bat. Oh. 
Oh, this could go two ways. But also knowing you, I'm going to go with my first gut. Date it all. Sadly, no, he did not. Uh, he looked at it for two seconds and went, well, I have to choose Bravo. Heck yeah. Heck cool. yeah, right? Nice, That's super nice. awesome. Good. Unfortunately, he was looking at star of the show and not showstopper. <laughs> so I got to have that conversation with him. Um, but so we went through this whole thing. We chose the hero. We're in the game. We're answering questions. We're bouncing stuff back and forth. And I'm realizing that when I'm explaining things to him, I'm going too fast. I'm not going slowly enough through each yeah. step, like step by step by step thing. I'm assuming he has knowledge that he doesn't have because I'm just used to talking about it with people who, you know, know what a pitch is, know how to do some resource management and that sort of thing. So it really required me to sort of like step back for a second and look at how I was explaining things and sort of like the pagination of what I was going through, bringing him into this game and making sure that he understood. Because there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, like, there's a lot. Like even before you start playing, you have to sort out equipment and hero effects and weapon and all that nonsense. So there's a lot of, as we all know, playing the game, there's a lot of ins and outs. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. Yeah. Uh, and bring somebody brand new into that, even if they have like a background in card games or video games or whatever, can be really intimidating. Very. So yeah. So for me, it was it was a reminder to just stay patient, take your time with it, don't rush or anything, and let the person learn the game. And by the end of it, he was like, "Yeah, okay, I see why you like this so much. This is this this was a lot of fun." That's usually what happens, but it does take a couple games or, or understanding like. You're right. Like it, it's hard being patient, especially once you know the things. Uh, my friend showed up and played Commoner for the first time. Yeah, I felt so bad because I wasn't going to be the one that was able to teach him because he didn't want to like sit down beforehand and all that stuff. And so I'm in the middle of playing a game. Like, yeah, you just do that. And it felt so bad, like being like, ah, just like I just showing like experience. mechanically, yeah. this is what you do, but without explaining like the purpose or the yeah. cause behind it. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the time, like they had fun. So like, you're right. Like patience is something. And also like it goes two ways, like patience with the other person as they learn and patience with yourself and being like, let me take a second to explain that in a better way. Exactly. Because like you want your friend to enjoy it as soon as possible, but you also have to make sure you go through that slow process so that they can have fun as possible. Exactly. And all that stuff as well. So yeah, I like that. Patience. 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 Just stay patient. Greg, the patient. Greg, the patient. There's that's the new hero. There's there it is. There you it heard is. it here, folks. Here it's a uh, spoiler season. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the cleric that we've all been waiting for. Right there, it is. Greg, the patient. LSS. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I just did the money symbol. Right, exactly. hands, hands on. Uh, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, with that, like, kind of with the mixture of like the lessons learned and, and all the new stuff, and and even with the ban list. Like, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about. The decisions like that they have to make, like making the core game of of flesh and blood or LSS, like doing the bands and kind of like causing these things, like uh, what <clears throat> I guess, like as players, like what is the normal response of like what are we supposed to do during that time period? Will there always be a fallout? Is there a way to always like keep people in? Uh, what's what's kind of like that's kind of what I wanted to touch on today is like discuss about like building a game and, and doing that type of stuff and like what the thought process is. Because for me, honestly, uh, the ban list is great. Like I enjoy it. It keeps us in the rules and everything, but also like there is like this factor of, um, I, I don't think it really hit me until last week. And I don't know. We talked about it a little bit. Well, we did talk about it, but it wasn't our main topic. 
like we have our commoner cup here. Right. And it was very interesting to be able to see a hero do something that necessarily felt, I felt like could stifle someone from not only having fun, but also stifle for someone from being like, Hey, you know, you want to win the armory so you can get the promo because we want to get the right. promo. Right. Uh, at least some people do. Some people don't play that way. But like for me, it's like, Oh, I want to get Yoji. So I'm trying really, really hard to get yeah. Yoji. Uh, and so, uh, all of a sudden you're like, oh, now this thing's here and I can't really like, there's no way I, to play around out of this. my control. There's no way to strategize for it. it. You just kind of have to take it in the face. Yeah. And so me as a person goes like, oh, that's bad. Like that was bad. Right. And so I made my own rule of like, hey, this promo heroes are now, uh, uh, what did I, um, what, what was the word? Uh, band, uh, con- con- consent, consent, consent hero. heroes. You have to ask. Yeah. I was like, what's consent? I don't know. Right. Like <laughs> what's consent <laughs> today on bottom tier. <laughs> uh, but no, like consent hero, because you have to ask permission before you can play it and all that stuff. And so I made that and I felt really, really good because I felt like I figured out a way to be like, Hey, I am going to stifle your fun. I'm sorry, but you can still play that as long as you get consent. And so now there's a win-win situation and here we go. And so like, how is it that we kind of like, what do we do as a, as a player base, as uh, this thing types to happen? Because from that standpoint of like, I see this problem, I want to be able to fix it. So everyone's enjoyment is equal tier. So everyone is balanced. When you have over a hundred thousand people playing this game, like what do we expect? So that's kind of my discussion. That and I that's, and that's, 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 that's a really timely sort of topic because like you were talking about with this, with the band list, with the suspended list, with some of the changes in, uh, in what's coming down in dynasty yeah. and stuff. Um, we're going to be seeing a lot more, I think, uh, people who like have an idea of what the game is supposed to be, quote unquote, yeah. and who are like really married to it, who are who are super into like that sort of thing, which is great and which is fine and which is wonderful. Um, but the simple fact of it is, in order to maintain, frankly, the growth of the game, um, the, which is in any TCG sort of the lifeblood. If people, if the game's not reaching new people it stagnates and when a game stagnates it becomes boring when a game is boring it's no longer something that you want to play uh so ultimately like that's what you want to avoid insofar as i can see it sitting from sort of the ground level with all of this kind of stuff is make sure like you were saying that people are able to have a good time right so inevitably there are going to be some people who are just really baked into what their conception of the game is whether it's you know an overall like rule set or whether it's a particular deck they really like to play or something like that that something changes there and they don't want to adjust along with it which is a perfectly valid response there's nothing wrong with that inherently um, th- there are some problems that can kind of grow out of that, but that's not the topic right now. Um, but so you're never going to make everybody happy. Right. There's always somebody who's, you know, if, if we use the Yorick example, um, there's always going to be somebody who's just, who just really loves playing Yorick, who loves that particular like play style, who just wants to do it yeah. and, and doesn't get to anymore, unfortunately. Um, and that's, you know, that's a little sacrifice that has to be made for the betterment of the game on a whole, for the betterment of the people who are enjoying it. Right. Um, it, and like really, frankly, for me, what it gets down to is if something is happening that is actively taking fun away from people, 
then that's something that needs to be addressed. Whether that's, you know, banning a card, whether it's stipulating that only certain, you know, hero ages are allowed to be played in different formats, if it's, you know, creating a brand new format with some different rules or something. Um, if we take the flesh and blood example, uh, flesh and blood ge- card game as an example, because of course this is a flesh and blood podcast. Yep. So that's an appropriate choice. I feel <laughs> like um, it, th- they're really broadly speaking are like two extremes that you can go down when you're moderating something and you uh, working the commoner cup have kind of experienced this to a level. I feel like um, you can either be like super hands on very micromanagey down in the nitty gritty of it, watching like every game and following all of the percentages and everything and like engineering things in such a way so that it's like as even as humanly possible between every single thing no matter what happens so kind of a more restrictive meta uh, sort of way to manage things and then on the opposite side you have the completely hands-off anything is game go for it go nuts have fun there are no rules just get it done in 45 minutes sort of thing um, so you know the very uh, the very sort of lax approach to a meta and to managing a game um, and there are pros and cons both ways as i'm sure that we can all see there and people especially in positions where they have to be making these sorts of choices have to grapple with this sort of thing um, and based on you know the context that a thing is happening in one extreme or the other or something you know in the middle towards one of those sides yeah. could be the correct choice um, it all depends on what sort of a thing you're trying to foster ultimately um, i don't think anybody in the game realistically wants to see starvo back in cc i don't think anybody realistically wants to go up against duskblade briar in you know, right. any format, frankly, um, there are some things that just sap the fun out of the game. You're no longer playing the game. You're playing against this, if that makes sense. Right. And like we see it in everything in, in, in gaming culture, not just like 100%. trading card games, but uh, I, anything with that sort of competitive right. component. So like, it needs the balance. The first thing that popped in my mind, and I, I actually barely touch this game but i know about enough about it mm-hmm. i think we all do world of warcraft world of warcraft there you go came out a long time ago Forever. i was in high school I yeah think. yeah and it was cool and it had all these new things and you could go do whatever but over the years they kept tweaking and updating saying like hey this is the new power level hey you can't use this anymore hey there's this because it did different stuff for what they were trying to make and they ended up breaking their own like rules and having to come back on it and doing a lot of stuff so they could be able to make a more better experience for everybody so they could have this feeling of moving forward right and so that's that's a good example because now they were like Oh, you guys missed what it felt like back then. Cool. Here is World of Warcraft Classic, and we're literally just releasing everything again exactly. to you. Exactly. And you're going to love it. And they're like, yeah. And, and they got and, and the people who were really hardcore into that sort of classic experience were really hardcore into it. And wow, classic, like it exploded. Oh, like it, there's, yeah. there's, there's some problems right there right now, which, uh, you know, this is a flesh and blood thing, not a. MMORPG yeah. thing, so yeah. we're not going to go into it or anything. But yeah, but it, it was extremely popular because that because there was a subsection of players who were like, yeah, the new stuff is fine, but I liked you know I liked it when I was fourteen and I could stay up over the weekend with my friends and go on the raids and stuff. Yeah. And you know I, I I miss that sort of feeling. I miss these sorts of mechanics and stuff. That, so there's a mode for that basically. So awesome! Congratulations. That's that's honestly like I I have my issues with World of Warcraft. Not a big MMO guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a really like th- that was a good call, frankly. Right. And so like well, you're ta- you just mentioned that like that's what made me think about it is 
the point is to get flesh and blood to have more players and also to make sure they have fun while doing it. And so that was like, Hey, we reached this point where like we have our core fans. Exactly. Now we got to get the other people back and maybe get them into core fans. And so that was a way to bring back the nostalgia, have them start running through again, all that type of stuff. So flesh and blood or a game company. And for example, listens to its player base. So if they suspend certain things that the player base decides, like that's not a good ban, there's a couple approaches of like maybe if something happens, it could get unbanned because they notice that. Exactly. And we, we just saw that with um, Skeleta and with Sonata in Blitz. Yeah. Because Skeleta is banned now, Sonata no longer has yeah. to be. That was the piece that was missing there. Yeah. Um, and so, so it brings it back into play. It brings it back into play. Uh, we could see Storm Shredders come back after they do more testing. Mm-hmm. We could see a lot of stuff with that. It's just really difficult. I do know that LSS has, like, it's not just like, James White and like four dudes being like, this should be banned. Right. Exactly. It, they have like people in every format. They have like format coalitions, leagues, maybe, I don't know, format councils where they kind of gather together and they go like, this is what's going on. I know there's a commoner council where they kind of sit together and be like, what should be banned? What should we talk about? Like, okay, cool. We hear you. We're going to bring it up and then we'll, we'll do all that stuff. And they actually look at the numbers and stuff. They don't yeah. just like do a Twitter poll and whatever Twitter decides is what they do sort of thing. Like there's actually like thought and reason behind it. Um, not just thinking about like what's out right now, but what's coming down the line. Yeah. Um, and really, honestly, one of the most impressive things about uh, Flesh and Blood, uh, just in general, and this may change over the years, um, but it feels like each and every set has been like planned out well in advance, so that they're aware of you know what has to be changing in order to support this sort of thing coming in the future. Yeah. And they've done like they're planning well enough that generally speaking the the balances and the bands and the stuff like that that they have to do are pretty minor every once in a while of course they screw that up and we get a star situation oh well we also get the stubby hammer situation or we get a, that or was a stubby hammer like, situation i don't think the classic construction band despite what they said was actually planned no, um, yeah. absolutely. That, that was full on a response to people doing things in a way that they did not anticipate, <laughs> yeah. which which 100% happens. But besides like those couple of like really major things that sort of upended things for a minute, um, it's like they maintained like a really nice balance like throughout the lifespan of this game. And granted, it's only been a couple of years. Yeah. Um, but they're off to a really good start with that, especially yeah. when you compare it with something that's a little bit more of, you know, a, a Wild West sort of situation like Magic the Gathering or something like that. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, or, or Yu-Gi-Oh, which is, again, a little bit wilder. Um, it's it's really nice to see that it's not just, you know, right. chucking a bunch of cards into the ecosystem and seeing if they stick. There's actually, like, a purpose behind each thing that they issue. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I think is kind of forethought that, uh, again, always kind of circles back is, like, Living Legend is is a forethought because what it can do is create a space of like all those cards you loved. Hey, the format's now open and you can play storm striders and blitz because there's some wizards that are banned. You can play that living legend and we have no bands in living legend. You can go ham and you get to experience that how it was. It's their world of Warcraft classic in a way. Yeah, exactly. Able to do that. So I'm excited for that. I think LSS did a really good job and, and like ultimately as fans and as people consuming it is like, like, if you enjoy this game, like it shouldn't deter you from playing it. And like, it's just another piece of the puzzle to kind of like go around it. But also like this game's what makes it super unique is you can really attach to one type 
of hero. And, and people frequently do, myself included. Yeah, you can get to one type of hero and like be really all about that. And so it kind of just feels like a kick uh, while you're on the ground when your favorite type kind of gets some sort of Nerf thing. or something, yeah. Um, but hey, you're just good, too good. Maybe you should be on the bottom tier with us. No, I'm just kidding. Right, <laughs> no. There's but, always a chair open for you. It is, yeah, but I mean, it's it happens and uh, it stinks. And I think that they'll always be able, like, I hope, to see that we have reciprocation and as much as like cards or something that comes out for like mask of the pouncing links, for example, or storm shredders, we get a new thing that kind of did that thing, but maybe it does it in a way that would make the game balanced in a way that they like LSS thinks will be necessary. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and to maintain the growth of the game, the quality of the game um, and the, and the fun that we all get out of playing it. Cause, yeah. Cause again, like th- this is the biggest thing. If, it, if you're not having fun, why are you playing? That's a bottom tier top tip. That's right there. Like that's like that's it, man. Like it's a game. If yeah. you're not here having a good time, then what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you giving yourself all this stress? You don't need it. Be like Greg the healer. Just be like Greg the healer. Yeah, twenty one health. Exactly. Just chilling. Just chilling. Six intellect. Best card in the game. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No hero ability though. Yeah. That's okay though. Yeah. <laughs> Here ability, bag of edibles. No, just right, exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, that's, uh, anyways, guys, I think that was pretty good. I like that. That was fun. Yeah, that was quality. That was good. Yeah. Guys, we're the bottom tier. I'm Matt. I'm Greg. And guys, thank you so, so much for being here with us. We love you all. Please leave us some feedback. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, like the show. Uh, follow us on Spotify or whatever. We, we've been doing a lot more shameless plugs lately, but it's because, like, since we started doing shameless plugs is actually working. So it, weirdly enough, if you ask people to do things, they'll do it. And guys like we're, we're this close to a hundred. We really are. And guys, we're, we're, we're not looking to make any money off of this. We're not like looking to start shilling for a bunch of nonsense. That doesn't make any sense in the context of, you know, card games and whatnot. Yeah. We just genuinely like to see that people are enjoying what we're doing. And the more feedback you can leave us, whether it's a comment, whether it's a thumbs up somewhere, whether it's just turning the podcast on in the background when you're not paying attention, just letting it run and get a couple of those numbers <laughs> up. Um, the, the more that you guys can do insofar as that's concerned, the more we know that you like what we're doing, that we can keep providing you with the stuff that you like, and that we can keep coming to you every single week just being chill buddies talking about some card games. Right. And in the, in, in the um, part of me that's like, hey, this is what I'm actually striving for, uh, hundred the reason i keep bringing that up is we actually just get to change our domain to make us more findable yeah exactly like, so that's all i really want is because yeah. i just don't like seeing youtube slash y74 to whatever dog and then so i just hope oh, you see. didn't put a capital j in there i just want to see bottom two, you know so yeah exactly. anyways guys uh we appreciate you uh have fun out there and uh don't be bummed go have fun